The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good morning, or good day, for this fifth talk on mindfulness of breathing. And uh, I've spent pretty much my whole adult life, some 50 years now, um, practicing mindfulness of breathing. And it's been a wonderful journey. It's been uh, not something I've really gotten bored with ever. It seems like it's always being renewed, always something new. And, um, and I think that part of the reason for this is breathing is so intimately connected to so many different parts of our lives. And how we breathe, um, what we breathe with as we breathe with our body and our emotions and thoughts, it's always changing. It's always a process of deeper, deepening understanding or fr- deep, uh, greater freedom, greater finding ease. And the, uh, the word that I like a lot to associate with breathe, breathing is breathing easily, having an easy breath, being at ease in breathing. And it's not always that way for me, but when that's there, uh, it just seems so wonderful. It's like a homecoming, uh, it's a uh, settling. And part of the reason for that is that, when the, for me, when the breathing's just easy and relaxed and just doing itself, breathing itself, uh, the breathing has become freed of all these attitudes or all these other uh, psychological and physical activities that will often influence the breathing, change the breathing. And uh, emotions will change how we breathe. Uh, Attitudes and desires and motivations will change how we breathe. Um, What's happening around us will change how we breathe. The temperature will change how we breathe. There's so many things that come into play that influence breathing. And, uh, and some of those have to do with uh, being the agent, being the doer, being the one who wants something or trying to avoid something or has to succeed or has expectations. And uh, the one that I can measure with ideas of success and failure. And to learn to put those aside and not to live in those, uh, maybe they still operate in the background, but to live with the breathing, to live in the present moment here with this, this kind of uh, proof that we're alive and present. And, and um, at times I feel so grateful to be breathing. It's, uh, you know, it's, why not see it as a gift that we're offered all this oxygen from the trees and the plants that produce it? And uh, isn't it a gift that when we no longer need it. There's this kind of uh, the carbon dioxide. We have a system, a way of shedding it so it doesn't build up and poison us. And, um, and so to sit here with appreciation and gratitude and to sit with appreciation for being able to do this practice, uh, even when uh, 
it's challenging. Even when I'm challenging uh, in doing the practice, where my my I'm caught up in trying to do something or measuring myself or such things, I feel so fortunate to have the practice of mindfulness, which I'm confident is a path to freedom, a path to this ease of breathing. As um, so, the way that I've introduced it this week is to not emphasize staying so much, you know, one-pointedly on the breath, just not to stay on the breath without wandering off, but rather to offer you a kind of wider context of being mindful of the ecology around thinking, the, the forces of distraction, and learning how to fold them in in a way that maybe brings us into the breathing in a s- f- simpler way rather than uh, kind of tightening up to over, uh, override the distracted mind. Um, learning to relax the body and the mind. That uh, the more distracted we are, uh, probably the, it represents more some kind of tension in the mind, in the body, maybe in the heart. Uh, something that's holding on, some tightness or some contraction or some zeroing in on something. And so this uh, uh, l- learning how these pieces work and learning to relax and... and um, and not override how we are, but learning to appreciate that the mindfulness is just recognizing how we are in any given moment. And, and, and to know that in a very simple way, without uh, judging, without criticizing, without being for or against. And then to, um, as, we, as we go, um, but further at some point, there is a kind of centering ourselves on breathing and being able to stay with uh, breathing over time. And over time might mean three breaths. And just that might be enough because it's enough for interrupting what is often nonstop, which is this, the mental stream of thinking, the rumination, the, the, um, the preoccupations of the mind, which when they run wild, more often than not, are not so healthy for us. And so to have something that interrupts it, that, uh, that uh, doesn't allow it to just kind of build its build up and do more and more. And that's one of the functions of breathing. Even coming, coming back and just feeling one breath fully is an interruption in the freedom in which the distractibility can operate in us. And, um, and then be content with that one breath. Be content with three breaths, the three breath journey that I said yesterday. It's so useful. And um, I will often, I have a kind of second nature now as I go through my day, to, uh, to be in touch with my breathing and see how it shifts and changes. And sometimes when my breathing changes and gets tight or shallow, it's the early warning system for me that, oh, now I'm getting tense, I'm getting reactive to something. And because uh, th- this wonderful close relationship between breathing and our attitudes and emotions and motivations, that uh, staying with the um, breathing is, uh, is a way then to kind of relax, just come back and relax and not give in to um, the mind streams. So I want to offer you a uh, metaphor or an image for how to practice one-pointedness on breathing. It's such a classic idea in meditation to have a one-pointed focus on breathing and uh, really stay present for it. Uh, 
And, um, and the, the image of doing it that it may be in, oftentimes in an unhelpful way is um, if this, if this uh, upright finger is the, is the breathing and the, my, my other hand here is the mind and if I think I have to focus and be one-pointed, I've had a lot of experience of getting tense and kind of pulling everything in and being kind of tense and focusing on it like this. And this, this movement like this to be one-pointed this way is, um, uh, creates tension. And I've even, at the times when I was younger, got, got headaches from doing this. Um, rather, uh, relax the mind, soften the thinking mind, and let it, in a sense, feel like it's open. No, no tension in it at all. And then with the mind more like an open hand, bring the breathing and the mind together right at the middle, at the place where, if you do it with finger here, it comes to the most sensitive part of the hand for me. So sensitive right there at the middle of the palm. And then to stay. And so the one point is right by where these touch. The one point is not by by narrowing and 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 um, and piercing, it's by touching and feeling in this most sensitive part of the hand. And then with time, sometimes I start tightening up, but I've learned to pay attention to that movement and then to relax and to feel. And then as this uh, one pointedness right at this most sensitive place. Um, pulls my attention or I allow for it and enter into that world, then it, um, it, um, the rest of everything else begins to fall away. The room falls away, the sounds around me, the, sometimes even the body seems to fall away and thoughts fall away and things get very simple uh, in this, right in that little place just there, being with it. So, um, so one of the things you might try with mindfulness of breathing is these, what I've offered in meditation today, this attitude of receiving on the inhale and allowing on the exhale. This is a, a way of learning to keep the mind very open, like when you receive something in an open hand, when you allow something to be free. Same gesture with the open hand. So the open mind the fist of the mind gets opened. And with that openness, um, and you almost don't have to go go to the breathing, um, let the breathing find awareness. Um, There's no need to move the mind and have the mind move to and focus on the breathing. Um, Breathing will come to you if you're open and are receptive to it. If you set your mind, you know, if you open... Uh, you know, the window, when a day where there's a breeze, the breeze will find its way in through the window. If you open your awareness to welcome the breathing, the breathing will find you. And then, so in that way, the mind doesn't do this, doesn't focus, doesn't kind of have to work so much. It's more of allowing. And then, um, and then uh, the mind will wander off and um, be aware of that. That's not a problem for mindfulness, just one more thing to know. And what's important for meditation is not how often you wander off, but how often you begin again on the breathing. 
And I say this in a very choice way to begin again the breathing as opposed to um, uh, bring your mind back to the breathing. The, the idea of bringing it back for many people can be this tightening up and this kind of tension. But uh, to begin again with the breathing, the mind doesn't have to do anything. It just opens and allows and makes that connection here. And then we stay with it. And then maybe if it's helpful to use mental noting, and I like to think of it as absolutely the most relaxed, simple, non-forceful, non-expecting mental note that kind of opens the fields, almost like each note is an invitation. Feel this more fully, in, out. So, um, so I hope that what I've taught this week about breathing uh, is maybe not easy to do, but maybe has uh, made you curious to experiment and look into it and pay more attention to breathing in daily life, pay more attention breathing as you wake up in the morning, as you lay down to go to sleep, um, as you eat, as you're in conversation with people. Um, kind of make breathing kind of a theme and get wiser and more knowledgeable, familiar with how your breathing works. For some people, mindfulness of breathing doesn't work very well. And um, so this week might not have worked so well for those of you who that's the case. And there's no, nothing you know, wrong with that. Um, uh, there are perfectly good other ways of meditating without using the breath. And I'll talk about some of those next week when I do mindfulness of the body. And, um, and that'll include a little bit of mindfulness of listening, which is one of, the, or mindfulness of the body itself, that the, those two can be a nice alternative for some people, for people for whom the breathing doesn't work very well as an object. So thank you very much. And uh, I hope you have a, that you, though some of you will have a breathing weekend. And, um, uh, and, um, and you'll come to enjoy your breathing. Thank you. <laughs>